0: Hey everyone, welcome back to our podcast. This is the Between Me and You podcast. My name is Joella. And I'm Suma. Bro, we just want to say a big thank you to all the support that we got. Honestly, I didn't expect that much. Like yeah, I'm thinking okay, we're just gonna do a little podcast, you know? Friends. Yeah, talk about our life every week. Not knowing this many people would be behind us, like our DMs were flooded, our messages, people were texting. The support was just unmatched. And yeah, we just want to say thank you guys so much. Like it's crazy, it's crazy. So many. Wait, like
1: the amount of people who watched. We I was not checking our analytics mm-hmm. until today and it was a lot way more i was like i don't even have this many friends so this cannot be just my friend
0: (laughs) yeah i didn't expect it but i mean expect the unexpected when it comes to god exactly yeah and he just did his big one per usual he did he did glory be to him but yes so we're gonna get into today's topic so we actually spoke about this at our bible studies this week and it was just so good and I was like yeah we just have to continue this conversation of just putting your identity in Christ right
1: um, I have a question for you actually really okay okay I didn't know you had a question I was gonna ask um, before we get into the topic um, so before you knew Christ like how was your identity
0: like how would you describe your identity and in comparison to how it is today. Right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So before I really, like, came closer to God, I would say, like, my identity, like, what I I searched for was mostly, like, in my friends or, like, in the people closest to me. Like, I'd kind of, like, try to find myself in them in a way. And in that... I kind of was very dependent on them and very territorial with who was around my friends as well because it's like oh like those are my people and I think that really um took a toll on me when I moved because then I didn't have them anymore I didn't have people to put my my um identity and people I could like build my whole type of personality around what about you um, I would say it's
1: very similar I think the only difference is I think I put my identity in things that I could do and yeah. things that, like, just outward... Outward appearance. Outward appearance. And, like, I just, like, would spend so much time and, like, okay, I have to do this mm-hmm. because this is who I am or I have to do this because, like, this is who people think I right. am. So um, I would say I put my identity in just, like, a lot of material things and, yeah, I would say friends, too. But my situation is a little different because... Um, I'm a COVID college student 2020 Um, so I didn't go first year I was doing online so then when everybody went to school I was just like what is there to do like when you put your identity in like your friends and stuff and when they're gone it's like I feel nothing I feel empty so I feel like my identity was in everything other than God to be honest
0: yeah a big thing is like Christianity is not just an aspect of our lives like it's our identity and when That is no longer at the center of our heart. Like, that's kind of where we start to find, like, refuge in other things. And, yeah, that's when you start to fall apart because those things can't sustain you.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just think about me um, before I knew Christ and... um, when you don't know Christ and you're trying to search for things to put your identity in, you're just filling it with anything and everything. And until you know Christ's character, then you will know your identity. You can't know your identity if you don't know Christ. I literally, I had a final, and one of the topics was identity, and I put I was talking about Christ. It had nothing to do with Christ, but I was like, because one of the questions, it was like for a psychology class for an elective and I was writing about how, because they were like, talk about your identity. And I was like, I my identity is in Christ. Like, I don't really have an identity outside of Christ because I want to be Christ-like. I want aspects of my life and everything I do to be Christ-like. Right. So you really can't have an identity if you don't know Christ. Your identity is things that are changing, moving, things that are not sustainable, things that are going to constantly keep being something else There's no Exactly There's no Um Sufficient They said something At church on Sunday I was just about to say That <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 yeah. They said something At church Yeah well, You can say it Cause I think I'm gonna butcher it But how Christ Is the only thing That is What's the word That he used
0: He used something That like Is self sufficient Was it Something like that I was gonna say that But I know What you're talking about Yeah like
1: Christ is the only thing That's self sufficient So if we're putting in our things, our identity, and things that are other than Christ, like it just will keep you'll keep failing, searching yeah. for more and keep
0: failing. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, I mentioned this before, but like this is something that really stuck with me. Um, my friend has said how um she didn't really start to learn how to love herself until she really understood what God's love was. And at church, um, the pastor was talking about how um like. When it comes to like God and like um, just like who you are. When you accept him in your heart and keep him at the center, then he will start to plant seeds in your life of things that you need, things that you're missing, things that will help you to grow and develop. And I was thinking to myself at church, I was like, okay, so, like, what if God's not in the center of your life? Mm -hmm. Then people who are in your life, your friends, um, your career, whatever that is in the center of your life will start to plant its own seeds. And, for example, like, let's say... um, you're a really nice person and you have friends around you who are like oh you need to stop being nice and be meaner now they're planting a seed of being mean being rude and you didn't need that in in the first place because why do you need to have a mean spirit so i think like we really have to realize that when god is at the center of your heart he will search you he will will um analyze what needs to be filled and what needs to be planted to be able to get rid of those missing parts you know and yeah that's like that's when people start to like really fall apart because their their identity is not in god their identity is in their body their work their um you know hobbies their career all that stuff and when you put your trust in those things it can fail you because time and time again yeah and like let's
1: let's just look at what the world promotes now like the world promotes everything is self self improvement self love self care Mm -hmm. self put self and put another word that's what the world promotes Mm -hmm. and when you're doing all those things with there's no being there's not an extra like Um, God, like you're doing those things to say that like that's what's it called Um, what you're supposed to be doing nothing comes out of it like absolutely nothing and you're constantly searching for more you're constantly saying okay what's next I finished this, what's
0: next what can I keep doing Uh, we have to really let go of our own desires and live for God Like if you truly want to seek um, you know what your purpose is in this world. You have to let go of what you want. And that's why it says in um, Matthew 10, verse 38... 39 that whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life will find it when you let go of your own desires let go of your own plans and what you want for yourself what me 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 me, me when you let go of that that's when you will truly find the, your real purpose your real calling the real meaning behind who you are that's when you really find your identity in this world but if you want to Live your own life and do your own thing, you will lose it. You will lose what you're actually living for. You'll lose what you're putting your energy in for every morning.
1: Um, I have another question for you, Joe. Hey, questions are coming today. <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, I'm a question person because it, it gets, it makes me know you more. Because mm. I feel like even when we talk of FaceTime, it's somebody asking a right. question. Exactly. That sparks a conversation. Exactly. Um, but do you think there's anything that, of, like, your
0: past identity that you still struggle to hold on to? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I know. That's a good question. I think, um, dang, Suma, this is gonna make me really wanna think for real. Um, uh, don't worry, we have time. We do have time. Okay, I think what really my past that, well, you said in my past that I wanna like, like go or No, like your past identity. Like before
1: I mean like before you were taking your walk with God seriously, like something that like okay, like you're actively working on to this day. Just not let it like overconsume you.
0: Oh, okay. I think what I'm actually working on is um perfectionism. Like one thing oh, about I can see my, that. Yeah. <laughs> Trust <laughs> I think about me, like, I... I don't want to say this, but I feel like I do idolize being perfect. Like, I don't want to say... I feel like idolize is a strong word, but, like, I always want to, like, look put together. Like, have everything seem like it's put together. Or, like, just portray that my life is, like, perfect. But in reality, it's not. No one's life is perfect to the T. It's always going to be some part of your life where you fall short. Some part of your life where, um you struggle with and I think a lot of the time like I put my identity or I used to put my, my identity a lot in portraying being perfect and God really broke that idea of that like this semester alone the amount of mistakes the amount of things that I've really struggled the amount of things I have to learn and I think that's the reason why like even in classes like I I kind of like fear or shy away from speaking up or talking because I always want to seem like I know what I'm doing or like I know um how to handle something I know how to get to get the answer but in reality it's just that I'm scared of acting because I don't want to seem like I don't know or I don't belong in this space and yeah that fear of perfectionism I God has really been breaking that breaking me from it in general so I think that like yeah just letting go of always being perfect and like Allowing yourself to make mistakes. Allowing yourself to be corrected and refined as well. Yeah, Yeah, what about you? That's a good question. Really good question. Your answer, maybe. I wasn't even thinking. You wasn't thinking!
1: i was just listening to what you said, because that's really true. I I think I'm the opposite, because I really don't. I've never really been, like, a perfectionist at all. But I will say, mine is probably... I don't know if I said this on the other pod, but people-pleasing. Or maybe I said that at Bible studies. You did say it at Bible studies. Um, because, like, I used... <laughs> we thank God for deliverance because I used to be a people-pleaser to the T. Like, and, yeah, I did say it at Bible studies because I was like... And now I feel like I struggle with, am I being a good friend or am I just doing too much? Because I feel like there's a fine line and I... When I start to get closer to God, it's like, why am I doing this? Like, why do I want what people think of me when I don't even, I don't even care what God thinks of me? That doesn't even make sense. Why am I so worried and going out of my way to do things for people when you can't even open your Bible, you can't even read the word, you don't even go to church? Like, it doesn't make any sense. And the same way you said, like with perfectionism, like God had to break you down and like really understand what is the root behind of what you're doing? Why are you doing these things? Is it for God or is it for you? Uh-huh. And I did it because I wanted to be like, and like I, like, in high school, like I've always wanted to have a lot of friends and look like I, I'm always having fun, having a lot of friends, whatever, whatever. And then when I got to college and I started to take God seriously, you really realize like, what is the purpose of these things? Right. What what benefit does it bring? Like, I'm big on right now, like, is this thing helping me? Is this thing encouraging me? Is this thing, let it be people or even things. Like, is this thing bringing me closer to God? If not, what's the purpose of it? Right. And that was the thing with people pleasing. There was no purpose behind it. It was because I wanted to be liked by people. Mm. Why do I want to be liked by people so much? I want to be liked by God. Like, I want God to be like, wow, my daughter is doing well Mm -hmm. and i'm so i was so fixated on what people thought of me that it would even pull me away from god because i'm going out of my way to do things for people
0: who would never even bat their eye toward you right yeah that's that's a good one i think a lot of the time we blind ourselves with only trying to see what how people see us instead of trying to see how god sees like we really put in the center what people think of us what people see us as instead of focusing on how god sees us and what god says about us and it comes it comes from even being in the african church bro the way that people in the community sometimes will like put you down or just like say certain things about you or like make you feel like you're not a good Christian and all that stuff one thing um about me growing up I used to wear a lot of makeup like not a lot but I used to wear makeup a lot like at a young age I probably started wearing makeup in like the seventh grade and like I love makeup like I used to wear it to church whenever and like the sometimes the aunties at my church would take that opportunity to tell me how I look or like oh you look old you look like you're 30 and like just say certain things and um honestly that that kind of made me like want to continue to wear it because I was like oh I look older or I was making them mad you know what I mean yeah. and it got to a point where it's like I really cannot go a day without wearing it and I had to self-reflect Cause I was like, hold on, is, am I putting my identity in makeup? Am I hiding behind makeup? My beauty comes from, like, God. God created me how I am. Yeah. But is it coming from putting on mascara, concealer, right. all that stuff? You know what I mean? And then I feel beautiful. No, you should feel beautiful because... God knit you together in your mother's womb. He knew you before. Like, he took his time with you. That's why you should feel beautiful, because he took his time with you, yeah. not because you took your time in the mirror. The emphasis on the African church. Not all yeah. of them, but some of them. Yeah. There's just always them, them bad seeds the churches yeah. that try to pull you away from even wanting to show up sometimes just yeah. because of, like, who you are, your appearance, like, your body, and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Uh, especially the body stuff, like...
1: Oh, there's so much we could talk about, and and I feel like for me, um, yeah, I I started I wouldn't say mm, I started wearing makeup in high school, so, but it it got to a point where it was like that too. They're like you're, they would always say like you're beautiful without makeup. I know that, Mm -hmm. but like it was always like a negative Mm -hmm. way. It wasn't like oh like like a constructive criticism right. but it was more so
0: like it was like a, a backhanded
1: compliment a backhanded compliment and you had to say something behind it yeah. and that's the same thing for me like I, I there was a phase I think I started a little later but like towards the end of like junior year yeah. senior year of high school I couldn't go without makeup either because it's like I like doing it and it was like well it makes you mad so I'm gonna do it right. more like I, I, I it kind of like you like that irk that yeah. it did to them and you want me to teach you Right, 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 right. But then you were asking on first Sunday to do your makeup. Okay. But, uh, like, for real, though, like, it really, like, put something in my mind that it's like, okay, I'm not beautiful without makeup. I'm not beautiful without this. I'm not beautiful without my hair done. I'm not beautiful without my natural hair. The natural hair one got it, too. And then, uh, like, when I started to... Like, take my walk with Christ seriously. I had to reevaluate everything I was doing. I don't know if I was telling you, like, that one season where I was like, I'm only doing braids because, like, the wig stuff, all that, like, I was finding my identity and looking a certain way. And that is not how Christ sees me. Christ literally says, like, what's um, the verse? We're not going to mess up. <laughs> We're not going to mess up. I'd plant the verse in her mind right now. <laughs> the verse. You just said it. The Oh. oh Psalms 139. 13 through 14. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. We got it. We got it. Mm-hmm. That
0: verse. I'm going to quote it. Yeah. He knit me together in my mother's room. Yeah.
1: yeah you knew me. Exactly. Yeah. He knew me he knew me he this is how he wanted me to be exactly. why am i chasing elsewhere why do i want to look different mm-hmm. what is the reason behind it
0: But i bring you to the topic of how does god see you and um in romans 8 verse 35 to 39 we're gonna read that real quick thanks i should have had it pulled up but you know i wasn't ready you got it i only had the beginning of it Alright, let's scroll fast, let's grow fast Before they
1: skip this I can sing, I can sing while she's scrolls. Okay, go ahead What song was I singing early?
0: What shall I render? <laughs> okay, intermission is over Thank you, Suma Okay Romans 8, verse 38. And I am convinced that nothing can separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the power of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God. Amen. So just to kickstart that, God's love is... We cannot escape it it's it's always going to be in our presence it's always going to surround us and when you understand that god loves you and that his love is embedded in you the minute you accept jesus as your lord and savior the minute you put your trust in jesus and god his, i feel like that's when you really start to see yourself in a different perspective and that's why i said earlier how my friend said that she didn't really start loving herself so that she understood what god's love was god's love will change your whole perspective of who you are and how you see yourselves you start to realize oh wait maybe I don't need lip fillers maybe I don't need to do my makeup every day maybe I don't need to go crazy in the gym to have a body that the the world deems as perfect maybe I don't need to have straight hair all the time you know when you start to understand what God's love is you start to realize that you are beautiful how you are his love his love creates a different perspective of who you think you are and yeah I just wanted to point that out yeah um it, it, it's amazing because um, when
1: I was like younger, and you when you saw people like give their lives to Christ and their life like completely switch, I would always be like, why? Like, why is it so drastic? Uh-huh. Because you are a new creation in Christ. Yeah. You are a new creation in Christ, and and there's no way you can still be living and possibly looking the way you used to. When you are in Christ now. Because he will change your perspective on things. He will change your perspective on beauty. He will change your perspective on the way that you probably used to dress. Or the way you talk. Or everything. Because your identity is Christ-like. These are things of Christ. So you're going to be resembling Christ now. And that's the beauty of it. Like You will be a new creation. And I and I love to see that. Because like even before I... I feel like we've seen each other kind of because yeah. we knew we didn't know each other completely back when we were doing a little one two. <laughs> oh. We didn't know each other for real, but like I feel like we saw a little glimpse of it mm-hmm. um, and seeing how like we are, and even a lot of our friends are becoming women of god now right it's really beautiful to see the new creation in
0: christ it's it warms my heart it's so beautiful and the next thing i'll say about how god sees you is that you are chosen like he picked you and this is why we kept bringing up that verse psalms 139 so you watched me as i was being formed you knit me together in my mother's womb like every day in my life has been recorded in your book every moment was laid out before a single one of them began like god took his time and picked you he took his time and wrote out your days Mm -hmm. he took his time and knit you together in your mother's womb every hair he knows even i was talking about this with Mm summa even our fingerprints how is it all these people in the world and we all have different fingerprints god took his time with you so why wouldn't you think that you are chosen to do something big in this world you are chosen to really make an impact to carry out a purpose i feel like a lot of the time like people lose the idea of being chosen or being like loved by higher power being loved by someone who could really give their child's life for you and that makes me just that just makes me really sad about people who like take their own life away people who commit suicide and all time because like they feel like they're not loved or they feel like um like no one really like cares about them but i just sometimes i just feel like i wish i was able to give god to them, or i wish somebody around them was able to introduce them to god's love because that's the love that carry them to the finish line
1: and that's also why as christians why we need to be bold about our faith and not shy away from speaking about it i know this is a little bit not self-identity but um it's really important because you don't know it really could save somebody's life it really could be you could be that seed that god wants to use you to plant in somebody's life and that's why who every day we talk about
0: obedience but that's why you have to be obedient to god Right. Bro, that brings you to this one story I saw on TikTok. So, this girl was talking about how um, God told her that she was about to die. Like, she was 19 years old. And God... and Well, she's not telling this story, but somebody's telling this story for her. But um, God, she was telling her testimony, I guess, before she passed or something. I don't know. But God told her that she was about to die. But she had to tell somebody that God loved them. It's like her time was already up, basically. So, she had passed away. But she had told that person that God um, loves you. And he took that word and did like, so much with it but he's just like sometimes you have to realize that God is only placing you here to bring glory to him right. like it's at the end of the day his will will be done right. and sometimes like it's it, it blew my mind that she, God told her that she was about to pass away mm-hmm. and that he had to go tell somebody that God loves them yeah. and it's just like it just blew my mind because it's like now he's carrying her testimony around the world telling speaking about it and she passed because she's already she's fulfilled what God wanted her to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it it blows my mind because like dang like, people really they just, their life is cut short. Yeah. But it's like at the end of the day we're not here to to fulfill our own desires. Right. It's, it's God's will. It's literally God's will. That's yeah. our purpose yeah. on earth
1: to do God's yeah. will. That I saw that video that you posted. I hope I explained it right, but no, you did because um, the person was talking about how like. Sometimes we need to get out of the mindset of what we want to do because, at the end of the day, like our literal, literal main goal is to do God's will on earth, and it may not look the way that we planned it to look in our head, but it will
0: get done if you're obedient. It's right. all about obedience to His calling over your life. Exactly. And a last point about how God sees you is that you are forgiven like, everything that you feel like you've done the baggage that you're carrying the burden of you know falling short it has all been forgiven and when we continue to carry on that hurt that pain that sin it starts to affect us start to see ourselves the way we see our sin and we are forgiven that has already been canceled out that has already been paid for so we have to walk with the mindset that we are a new creation every day every morning God our sleep is clean and renewed So we should continue to live like that Right Um,
1: One more verse Um, In Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 through 8 It says In him we have redemption through his blood The forgiveness of sins According to the riches of his grace Which he made to abound towards us All wisdom and prudence Mm -hmm. Jesus died to forgive our sins When we constantly keep going back and remembering our sins and just like living in the past we're almost like it's almost like a slap in the face to yeah. jesus
0: yeah it's like you're wasting what he did
1: Wasting what he did and it's like yes acknowledge your sin but sitting in it and constantly like dwelling, dwelling yeah in it doesn't make anything better you're just going to keep feeling the way that you do and it might even become your identity Mm -hmm. so we when we do sin, we need to acknowledge our sin and repent for our sin Mm -hmm. but then also move forward with our life
0: yeah i think that's the main importance of like your identity in christ that you're acknowledging that every day he died for you and once you acknowledge that okay he did this just for me and yeah i think that just kind of encourages you to like really redirect your steps into where and where he wants you to go and how you should carry yourself as well exactly. i think one more verse i leave yeah this powerful oh, verses i hope so you guys had your, your notepad real, and notebook um i really like this one it's 1 Peter 2 verse 9 and you are a chosen people a royal priesthood a holy nation God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light that's a powerful one you are his chosen people it wasn't done lightly he depicts you and yeah just keeping that in mind when you walk throughout the world that like you are a chosen priesthood like you are God's creation Carry yourself with that mindset. Carry yourself with your head held high. It's amazing, and when you have that mindset, you don't let things what people say about you get to you. you yeah, stuff like that doesn't affect you because you know who you are—a child of God. Exactly. In
1: Sunday school, we used to always say, "I know who I am." Every every <laughs> children's Sunday, like synod. Because we knew who we were and cried. We Cry. knew who we were. But, yes,
0: that was the pod today. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you continue to follow God. It's worth it. We just want to do a quick shout-out. Because we don't even have, you know, our camera on anymore. But shout-out to BDT. If you, see the, if you see the video right now. wearing BDT merch. BDT send us some merch.
1: Yeah. Bye-bye. Right, bye. All right. bye. bye.